Welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna Show. I'm Dr. Deanna Holgren, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm excited to dive right in today and talk a little bit about intermittent fasting and how you can use it uh, as a very effective tool uh, to reach your weight loss goals and just to improve your overall health. Uh, But before I jump in, I wanted to share, you know, last week I talked about a 30-day program uh, that I support uh, and that I work with closely. And I just wanted to let you know, if you heard information on that, uh, you can uh, still reach out to me uh, via Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and we can get information on that. Our next 30-day program actually starts January 16th, and uh, it's a full support uh, program with coaching and so forth uh, to help you reach uh, your goals uh, and to do a health reset. So for some of you, you may just be plugging in on that, uh, and it's a super exciting program. So go back and listen to just the broad overview uh, of that program, which I did just last week on last week's episode, uh, which was January 2nd. So the next 30-day program starts January 16th. And uh, again, our goal this month, the month of January, is to manage the damage. We want to uh, you know, start looking forward and celebrate the new year. A great way to do that is just to get excited about you know, what you can accomplish in the kitchen specifically. Uh, and with these tools, you know, I always say that. 80-90% of weight loss is actually uh, won. The battle is won in the kitchen at the end of our fork rather than in the gym. The gym does help, okay? It definitely makes a difference. Uh, but uh, for most of us, it is at what's at the end of our fork. And so today, as I talk about um, intermittent fasting, I also want to talk a little bit about um, insulin resistance because, you know, you may think that this does not apply to you. Insulin resistance is sort of a pre-diabetes phase. And, you know, you may think, well, that doesn't apply to me. I don't really need to worry about my blood sugar. I don't really need to worry about my insulin levels. But what I want you to know is that oftentimes, you know, when we do annual testing, uh, uh, an annual wellness exam, and of course I'm checking for diabetes uh, in in the majority of my patients, uh, many companies will require an A1C, which tells us, you know, what the average blood sugar is over the past uh, 90 days uh, and so forth. So I'm looking at those things, but that is not the only measurement to look at. That can actually be normal, but you can still have a problem with insulin resistance. Uh, so a lot of times I will check, especially if somebody's overweight, uh, I will go ahead and check a fasting insulin level as well um, because I want to know, you know, what, what, what are those insulin levels running? And so basically the concept is this. When you look at insulin resistance, so it's sort of a pre-pre-diabetes, if you will, uh, and it is the cause of type 2 diabetes, which is a reversible disease. We're not talking about type 1, I'm talk- which is autoimmune. I'm talking about type 2, which is a reversible disease in which people become insulin resistant because they have so much insulin in their body. And so basically... The, the, the story behind insulin resistance is that we are grain fed. We are a grain fed society eating way too many carbohydrates. Uh, this is why initially I tell people to restrict their carbohydrate consumption to about 50 grams a day. 
to start with that. Some people will restrict further than that. They may drop down to 20. When you look at foods, you know, there are essential fats that we have to get in our diet. It's essential we get them in our diet because our body can't make them. Um, there are essential am- amino acids uh, that we have to have as well. Those are the building bro- blocks in protein that we use to run all kinds of, you know, biochemistry in the body and do repair work and so forth. But there are no essential carbs, none. Uh, so, of course, we will eat some carbohydrates, but we want to choose healthy carbohydrates that are complex carbohydrates. And to start, keep that number below 50 grams. Uh, because when we're eating heavy carbohydrate meals, uh, you know, think of Thanksgiving uh, meal, that sort of thing. What happens is your blood sugar goes up. Okay, you're not diabetic, uh, assuming you're not diabetic, I should say. Um, your, your body is going to make a tremendous amount of insulin to, to bring your blood sugar down to control it. That's its job. The pancreas is supposed to make insulin to control your blood sugar so that you are at a steady state. The problem is this. You, as that insulin is circulating in your body, it literally, it's a growth hormone and it sends the message store the sugar as fat. That's what it does with the sugar. It doesn't just neutralize it. It'd be great if it did neutralize it and bring it down, you know, to normal, uh, you know, blood levels of, of sugar in your bloodstream. It actually stores it as fat uh, for, you know, a, a day when there's a famine or something. Well, we don't really live in that state, most of us. And so, you know, we're in more of a feast state all the time. And, and so, so this is the problem with this insulin resistance. And so then we end up gaining weight year after year after year after year. This is also the reason that most diabetics who are on insulin will typically gain five to 10 pounds every single year. Uh, it's because of the insulin that, that they're putting into their body that sends the message, store it as fat. So we want to reverse that. And we want to really focus on becoming what I call a fat burner versus a sugar burner, where you are you know, going constantly going for carbs and sugar to sustain yourself. And you know, two hours later, you are sluggish and in a you know, sugar coma or carb coma, and you got to go, you know, back to the vending machine and get a candy bar and eat the bar uh, to bring you back up. And then you're going to repeat that in another hour or two, you're going to crash again. Same thing. It's a roller coastering thing. Um, It is incredibly inefficient. Your brain does not work well on it at all. Your body does not work well on it at all. And chances are you feel horrible. So you are in for, um, you know, a, a great treat here uh, because if you can focus on the things I just mentioned, focus on the plan that I talked about last week and then incorporate intermittent fasting, you have got such a winning combination. So let's talk about intermittent fasting as a tool. That's really what it is. It's a free tool uh, that will help you manage your weight and help you, uh, you know, if you have pounds to lose that you want to shed, it'll help you with that. But it will also help you to to control what you're eating as well. So typically what we see, you know, I always tell everybody start with a 12-hour fast and, and do that every single night. When you have that down, then we'll move on to true intermittent fasting. We should all be fasting 12 hours a night. Um, that's the reason that it's called breakfast because you are breaking your fast. It's breakfast. You should have been fasting for 12 hours. So as soon as you have the 12-hour fast down, which by the way, is one of the number one things that you can do for your body 
from an anti-aging standpoint. So you want to focus on anti-aging, get your 12-hour fast every single night. The reason 12 hours is that it takes 12 hours to burn through all of the glucose or sugar in your system. After that, you are now burning fat. You're entering the fat burning phase. So then after 12, you want to move it to 14 hours. Start fasting 14 hours. And that's pretty simple. Some of you may already be doing that because it's just what your body prefers anyway. Um, that would be oftentimes our breakfast skippers. Now, this is not something that I recommend for children, you guys. Um, this is, I'm talking to adults right now. Okay. So um, many of you already skip a breakfast. So you could already be in that. 14 hour window. And again, beyond 12 hours, you are now burning fat. Uh, after you have that down, so a 14 10, which is 14 hour fast and a 10 hour eating window, uh, then you move it to a 16 8. So 16 hour fast and an eight hour eating window. After 14 hours of fasting, uh, something very interesting, something somewhere between 14 and 16 hours, you will have something called autophagy uh, take place. And autophagy is a cellular cleansing or a cellular renewal. And it's sort of our body's way to detoxify on its own or to clean things out inside of the cells. And it's a very fascinating phenomenon uh, that is, you know, well-researched and it's one that we can use to help again, energize our bodies, uh, you know, detox our bodies, get rid of a lot of the junk, and it will have a very positive impact on our overall health. The eight-hour window I love because typically uh, in eight hours, you know, you're, you're still working during that time, uh, whatever it is that, you know, that you might do from a job standpoint. Uh, you might end up eating two meals. You might end up you know, having one main meal and a couple of small snacks, um, you know, whatever it is that works for you. Um, but, but basically that eight hour window of eating, and then you shut it down and you start your fat all over. Now, there are a tremendous number of apps out there that can help you track your fast and help you see, you know, how, what's happening at what time and what's going on in your body and so forth. Uh, if that's something that you're into. Uh, but, but basically the 16, eight is in my mind, kind of the sweet spot. That's the one that I typically recommend for most, um, you know, women who are in that perimenopausal phase to postmenopausal phase, which is sort of around age 40 to 60. Um, this is kind of the sweet spot for that group uh, because it's going to help them, again, burn fat and reach those weight loss goals. Uh, some people will go further than that. Uh, sometimes I have people come to the practice to um, consult with me, maybe that for um, you know spiritual reasons or even health reasons, they are wanting to do a longer fast uh, and so forth. But but generally, this is going to be safe for most people. Some diabetics will probably need to check with their doctor uh, before doing something like this. Uh, but again, you get incredible results. Uh, that are going to help from an energy standpoint. Um, you're going to feel better from 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 that uh, uh, standpoint, and uh, just overall health uh, during your fasting time. You know, you are able to drink. Um, you know, tea that does not have any uh, sweetener or calories in it. You can have black coffee. The, the bottom line is no calories during that fast. Uh, you want to make sure that you're supporting your body and not breaking your fast. So I generally recommend just holding off on anything that would have calories in it. And again, this is a very, very powerful tool. Uh, definitely do not underestimate it. 
And uh, you will see great results when you couple this with carbohydrate reduction, you know, reducing your carbs to, you know, under 50 grams a day. And you are going to see fantastic results uh, that are just basically going to make you feel so good. And, um, you know, you're going to really, really enjoy that and just be able to pass it on. So uh, if you like what you've heard, just know. Uh, that we have another 30-day program starting, uh, which is a 30-day reset, a 30-day program for uh, you know weight management uh, starting on January 16th. Uh, if you want more information on that, please just uh, send us a message and we can get that out to you. So thanks so much for joining. I hope you will plug in next week. We're going to continue. Uh, the month of January is going to be all about weight management, health, uh, exercise, everything we can do to, you know, get uh, basically in shape for spring break, if that's where you're headed, uh, you know, all of the things uh, that we have coming up uh, in the new year. So thanks so much for joining me and have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaHoldren.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Holdren. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.